Happy Prediction Friday. It's almost Saturday over here on the West Coast. But this is the Austin's Audit Podcast. I'm your host, Austin Gerke. Take number two. I did do take one, but, you know, (laughs) podcast stuff, technical difficulties, camera, neither battery was charged or even charging, so I have to do take two. But thankfully, with the late night show, I can do a little more of a recap like I would. Whereas with the day show, I just have to make guesses. But still prediction Friday for my NASCAR picks, same as in take one. Uh, I'm going to go with Chase Elliott as the top pick for Talladega this weekend. Purely unpredictable. I wouldn't be surprised if a non-playoff driver does win this race. That's question number one. No, not in, Not in doubt at all. And then the other would be Brad Keselowski. Dude who's a veteran at this, Roush Fenway, right now performing as the best, well, they are the only Ford team left in the chase with both Busher and Brad Keselowski, so I wouldn't be surprised. And as far as the Roval, since I won't be in studio until October 17th, again, going overseas, hanging out in the boot for a couple weeks, hanging out in Italy, um... So I won't be able to make this pick, so I'm going to go ahead and do it now. For the Roval, which is an elimination race, which will cut the field down to the round of eight, I'm going to go with Ryan Blaney as the top pick, with the backup pick being Martin Truex. So that's my NASCAR picks. Again, for this weekend in Talladega, go with Chase Elliott. And for next weekend at the Roval, go with Ryan Blaney. And then the backup choice is Brad Keselowski and Martin Truex. Junior. With that, let's go ahead and give you guys the baseball updates. Heading into the final two days of the regular season. The Marlins beat the Pirates 4-3, which kept them in firm grasp right now of the third wildcard spot. I do say firm grasp because when you go all the way back down to the road line... When you go all the way down, the Cubs lose again, 4-3, in extra innings in Milwaukee, a game the Cubs had to have. They are now a game and a half back. I also say firmly in grasp for the Fish because Houston did the whole National League wildcard race a favor by beating the D-backs, which cut that five-seed race in half. So now the Diamondbacks, when we get to the updated standings here, go to the wild card stuff, go into the National League right now as it holds. Um, yeah, go into the National League right now as it holds. We have Arizona, a half game up on Miami for the second spot. Miami has the head-to-head tiebreaker over Arizona as well. So in case the Marlins do win again tomorrow, and the D-backs lose tomorrow, then we can have the five-seed flip spots. Now, Arizona does have the tiebreaker over Chicago, but man, the Cubs really, really need to get going here, and it's definitely not pretty. And for the other aspect of this, I believe the Reds, no, I think the Cubs have the better tiebreaker over the Reds, But I think the Cubs have the head-to-head tiebreaker. So 
the Reds and the Cubs really need a miracle here at this point for the National League side of things. For the American League side, it's really down to who wins the AL West, who will be the two seed, who will lose out in that AL West race between the Rangers, the Mariners, and the Astros. So let's go to the AL West really quickly before I make the picks. Due to their loss over Seattle tonight, 8-0, congratulations to the Mariners, Houston now has a one-game deficit to make up over the Rangers. The Astros do have the head-to-head tiebreaker over the Rangers, so it could get a little interesting in the AL West again. Seattle, two back with two to play, They're, and they only have a tiebreaker over Houston. By the way, in the AL wildcard race, that's who it comes down to. The, Ast the Blue Jays did win tonight over the Rays. If the Blue Jays win one more time, if the Blue Jays win one of the remaining two, or you get a loss from the Mariners in one of the final two, the Blue Jays will lock in as the five seed in the American League wild card slot. They'll be the five seed if that happens. What does that all have to do with the picks? Because those are really the races that matter. So for tomorrow, let's go ahead and do that now. Because whatever the picks are today, or whatever the picks will be for Saturday, those are going to be the ones that you will see that you will use on Sunday. So let's go ahead and skip those forward. Take the Blue Jays over the Rays. That'll lock up the wild card spot for the Blue Jays. Take the Cubs over the Brewers. Take the Marlins over the Pirates. And take the Astros over the D-backs. And then take the Rangers over the Mariners. Again, the Mariners are a game out in the AL wildcard. Houston is a game out in the AL West race. So whoever wins the AL West is guaranteed to be the number two seed. So that's why that's an important race. But again, here are the picks for today, or for Saturday rather, so tomorrow and Sunday. I know it's Saturday over there in the East Coast, that's why I gotta say this. So for today and tomorrow, here are your picks for this final week of the regular season. And then before I get to the football picks, I'll give you my World Series pick. Because I'll be back in time for the LDS and the LCS, but... I don't want to, I'm going to try and keep it as best I can, but I'll give you my pick after these here. So again, for tomorrow and today, or for tomorrow and Sunday, take the Blue Jays over the Rays, take the Marlins over the Pirates, take the Brewers over the Cubs. Yes, I was speaking about the Cubs, but honestly, ever since I picked them, they have fallen off a cliff. So take the Brewers over the Cubs, take the... Rangers over the Mariners, and take the Astros over the Diamondbacks. So those are your picks, not just for tomorrow, but for Sunday as well, especially if those races continue to tighten up in the both wildcard slots and the AL West. So just in case, that's how that's going to go. Those are your picks. Just scrub back and forth if you need to. Write those, write those picks down. Jot them in your notepad on your iPhone. Do whatever you got to do. So those are your picks, baseball fans. I will see you guys on October 17th, hopefully in time for the LCS. Oh, 
And before I do the football picks, again, I'm taking the Braves to win the World Series. And as long as the Astros can win two of their remaining, if they can ride out this weekend, take two out of three from the D-backs or even sweep the D-backs, the Astros will make it to the World Series. And they will play the Braves and it will be a rematch of 2021. You watch. It's going to be a rematch of 2021. Braves, Astros, the Braves will have home, home field advantage this time, and it will end in six. You can flag it right now. September 29th, 2023. Braves over Astros in six. Right now. You can flag that as we speak. All right, let's go ahead and do the football picks, and then I'm out. Uh, as far as the football picks go for college football, we're just going to jump into Saturday because Friday's was pretty sad. Utah gets upset in Corvallis. Really wasn't much of an upset. I mean, remember, Oregon State was favored by four. So if you took Oregon State minus four, you're the genius tonight. I was not. And for the little bit that I did see, Utah couldn't even move the ball. Their offense is that ugh, without Cam Rising. And you could tell they couldn't run much. Their their quarterbacks, whether it was Nate Johnson or I don't even know who their backup was, but when Nate Johnson was in there, they didn't throw it much. So Utah, I still believe will win the Big Two. I still believe they'll win the Pac-12, but they need Cam Rising to be healthy. They really do. They need him back in time for either the USC matchup or Colorado or whatever the matchup will be down the line. But that's my big matchup from tonight that I saw as far as college football goes. As we jump into Saturday, let's go ahead and give you guys those picks. Let's see. Hopefully I'm not running too much. Yeah, I got 10 minutes. All right, cool. So let's go ahead and jump through this. USC, Colorado, the biggest game in the morning slot. Take the Trojans 60-20. to 20. Yes, I said it. I think USC will just put a 60 spot. People were surprised what Oregon did. I was not. D did I pick Colorado to win? Yes, because I thought Shador Sanders was the better quarterback than Bo Nix. And as I said on the Tuesday show, I gave him the slow 80s clap, and I apologize to Bo Nix. You, sir, proved me wrong. And I do believe Oregon is one of the top three best teams in this country. Should be. You take out Georgia, yeah. Take out any of the ACC teams. Take out Alabama, yes. Oregon is in there. Utah's in there. Most of the Pac-12 is. But I'm going to go 60-20 to 20 USC. I know the line is at minus 21.5, but I do think it'll be a little higher. In fact, I have it set that way. 60-20. to 20. Nice round numbers. USC over Colorado. In the 12 o'clock window, let's jump all the way down here. Georgia over Auburn in the Plains. Georgia minus 14 and a half. That's an easy win. Take that to the bank. Michigan, Nebraska, bleh. Texas over Kansas. Texas minus 16. Easy. Take that money too. Um, we are into the 12:30 window. Nothing surprising there. Mizzou over Vandy, you know, Ole Miss, LSU. Take LSU minus two and a half. Take the road favorite. Easy there. Uh, let's go all the way down. Notre Dame, Duke. 
Notre Dame minus five, uh, minus, yeah, it is still minus five and a half. I'm not, I, I know Duke, what Duke did against Clemson on Labor Day weekend was nuts and amazing, but I just don't, I don't understand, I don't see Notre Dame not losing two games in a row. One in Durham, I get it, but Durham is not the football frenzied place, North Carolina, that you think it is. And it's just, I, I don't care how good Duke's quarterback is. Notre Dame's got to be better prepared than they were in that last couple plays against Ohio State where they had 10 dudes on the field. I'm sorry. If they did that, they would probably have won that game, and they should have won that game by a lot more. Ohio State should have barely, Ohio State shouldn't have won that game, but they didn't, you know. Take Notre Dame in a bounce back, minus five and a half. And take Alabama on the road, minus 14 and a half. And go with Washington on the road in Tucson, minus 16 and a half. So those are your final picks for this weekend in college football. And then let's jump to the NFL, and then I will be out of here. Get you guys out. Uh, okay. Take the Jags over the Falcons. Bills, Dol Bills over the Dolphins. I'm sorry, that defense will hold them down. Take the Bills over the Dolphins. Take the Broncos in the against the Bears in the crapshoot bowl, at least one of the two. Take the Broncos over the Bears. Take the Browns over the Ravens. Take the Bengals over the Titans. Colts over the Rams. The Bucks over the Saints. Look, Buck fans, Baker, this is your chance. Please, please know how to bounce back. Derek Carr is struggling in his offense. Man, have I gotten proven wrong so far this season about Derek Carr. Because I wanted Derek Carr in your role, Baker. And so far, you've outplayed him. I know it didn't look great on Monday night, but believe it or not, still a little better than Derek Carr yet three weeks into the season. And Derek Carr's got a sprained AC joint. So it's possible. I know they're I know the Bucks are banged up in the secondary, but that run defense is gonna show up with a little bit of pride. And hopefully they'll shut down the run game. Make Derek Carr have to throw deep, have to use up that shoulder. So I'm going to go with the Bucks over the Saints. You guys should too. Eagles over the Commanders. The other crapshoot game, take the Vikings over the Panthers. Vikings, if you don't turn the ball over, you should be 3-0. You should even be 2-1. I'll factor in even the Tampa game too. Where, yeah, you probably still had a chance to win that game, even with the three turnovers. Just don't turn the ball over and you'd be 3-0. Steelers over the Texans, Chargers over the Raiders, Cowboys over the Patriots, Niners over the Cardinals, and the Chiefs over the Jets on Sunday night. And then since I will not be in town, I'll give you guys the Monday night pick to boot. I'll take the Seahawks over the Giants 34-20. 34-20 Seahawks over the Giants. That's your Monday night pick as well for a combined total. Actually, I'll go 24-20. I think it'll be the it'll be another low-scoring Monday nighter. I'll go 24-20, Seahawks over the Giants. So again, one more time. Seahawks, Chiefs, Niners, Cowboys, Chargers, Steelers, 
Vikings, Eagles, Bucks, Colts, Bengals, Browns, Broncos, Bills, and the Jags. With that, I am logging off. Thank you for listening and watching the Austin's Audit Podcast. I've been your host, Austin Gerke. Peace out. I'll see you guys October 17th. I know it is terrible timing for me to go overseas and go on vacation. I know it is, and I completely apologize. But I will be back in time on October 17th. And as I said in the baseball segment, I will be back in time for the LCS. Maybe. I'll be back in time for the LCS. Maybe the World Series. Depends on how quick uh, these series go by. I, I think they're, they're all going to be long ones. So maybe I'll be back in time for the start of the LCS, maybe in the middle, maybe game two at the latest. But we'll see how that goes. Until then, I will see you guys October 17th. I've been your host, Austin Gerke. This has been the Austin's Audit Podcast, and I will see you guys on October 17th. Thank you for listening and watching the Austin's Audit Podcast. I've been your host, Austin Gerke. Don't forget, you can listen to this show on Podbean. Just search for the Austin's Audit Podcast. You can also listen to this show on Spotify, Google, Apple, if you know the trick, Dreaser, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, Pandora, and SoundCloud as well. Or anywhere else you get this podcast. You can watch this show on Rumble, exclusively on Rumble, either by downloading the Rumble app in the Google Play or Apple App Stores. Or, or you can go to Rumble.com, search for the username ADGerke, that's A. D-G-E-H-R-K-E. Again, that's A-D-G as in girl, E-H-R-K-E on Rumble. Please make sure that search is set to channels, not videos. Click subscribe and you'll have every single episode of this lovely show, which is up to now 582 episodes. Like, comment, and share so we can sneak up the Rumble algorithm. Don't forget... Speaking of algorithms, you can follow this show on social media, either through the Facebook page, which is the Austin's Audit Podcast, the Instagram hashtag, which is hashtag the Austin's Audit Podcast. For post-episode interaction, you can follow me at Austin underscore Gerke on X. Again, that's at Austin underscore Gerke on X for post-episode interaction. And, 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 if you want to follow me personally, you can also follow this show. Actually, you can follow me personally on Instagram at Austi Spamonti. That's A-U-S-T-I-S-P-A-M-A-N-T-I. Again, that's A-U-S-T-I-S-P-A-M-A-N-T-I on Instagram. With that, I'm logging off. Thank you for listening and watching the Austin's Auto Podcast. Have a great two-week hiatus. I will catch up with you guys as much as I can. Thank you for listening and watching. I've been your host, Austin Gerke. This has been the Austin's Audit Podcast. And if I haven't said it enough already, I will see you guys on October 17th. Bye-bye.